It's February 19th, 2016, and you're listening to the Architecture Happy Hour. I'm Laura. And I'm Larry. And it's a two-drink minimum, so grab your glass and let's get started. So I had a really fun experience at the happy hour. Yeah. And somebody came up to me and she was like, I just listened to your last podcast about the blah, 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 and starts telling me about it and how it was so timely because she was doing something that was, you know, telling me all about the disasters it sounded like at her house and, you know, oh, how her having to choose between, you know, do I do this? You know, do I spend money here? Do I spend money there? Yeah, you know, I think like they had a water pipe burst somewhere in the house and basically like flooded the entire first floor. Oh, good Lord. And um, then, you know, they seemed to have gotten everything fixed. And then all of a sudden there was a pipe burst and the, the like water pipe coming out of the wall to the toilet in the first floor powder room broke. And uh, here they go again, we go floors. I mean, she's just all these little things. She was over the last year, it's just been like this one thing after the other kind of thing, oh, them no. fixing stuff. But she said, but the podcast was so timely. It was so much fun to listen to. And I thought, that was the first time. <laughs> I mean, very rarely do people come up and say, hell, I've been listening to the podcast. Yeah, in person. We so person. sometimes get emails or contact on our Facebook page. But Yeah, my niece will text me, oh, I love the podcast. So, oh, good. Yeah, but, you know, it's that in-person thing. Yeah. It's just, it's just so, so excited. And she wants to get into the construction side of things and the business development for construction because she used to work in food service. Okay. And so she's used to working in a very, you know, male environment and, you know, like dealing with the CEO of Denny's and the CEO of Brinker and that kind of level stuff. Wow. And so she's going to, I want to get into the construction side, so we're going to go have lunch. But um, it was just so weird. She just, oh, I want to introduce myself and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is great. Well, so hello, hi. in case you're listening. <laughs> yeah, hi, Laura. How are you? Not you, Laura. This oh, is her name Laura. is yeah. Laura. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I know how you're doing. Uh, yes. Hello, hello. My name's Laura. Well, we've been chatting and chatting, so I know how you are. Yes. Yeah, but it was it was really interesting. Well, and, fun. And the happy hour was a blast. Um, I had to say thank you to Kelly Camp over at Butter. Butter of Dallas and literally Butter. Yes. And it's a great showroom. But they really turned it out for us. And the nice part is they have the equipment in the showroom actually works. So they were cooking on the the 10-burner range and they were cooking, making food kind of a little bit here and there during the night. So it's kind of of fun. But um, great turnout. Really, really nice showroom. And she's one of our happy hour people who would... She first got involved in the happy hour. She was driving down from Oklahoma City. That's right. So I she was like an hour yeah. drive or a 90-minute drive on a Wednesday afternoon to come down to the happy hour. Or she'd come down to Dallas, do shopping, come to the happy hour, stay the night, go the next day and drive back up to Oklahoma City. Yes. When we heard that, that she was coming to our little happy hour from Oklahoma, we thought, holy smokes, what have yeah. we done here? Yeah, so... It was nice to see her actually finally get the showroom up and running and everything's, you know, starting to kind of gel for her. But, yeah. And she's like, I'm so sorry I fell so behind today because we had like three different installations. And so. Oh, good grief. Well, of course it all falls on the same day. Of course it does. Uh, it know. always does, yeah. So anyway, um, but we had a good turnout. It was a good good networking event. And, and we got to thinking, you know, it's because we do the happy hour and there's so many people we know, you know, just from the happy hour alone. But because we built this sort of background of, of networking, and this is important to us as a company, important to us as a firm, and 
and individually, how do we you know connect with people? So we know all of these people, and we know I don't know how many realtors and contractors and interior designers. And suddenly, someone comes to us and says, "I'm looking for X," and all of a sudden, we have to think, "Okay, well now." Who do I send them to? <laughs> you know, right. Who's, who's my person? Well, because, for example, this past week when we had the happy hour, we had 120 people yeah, there. more or less, yeah. And then we organized the happy hour on Meetup. So on Meetup, we have, what, close to 3,000? Uh, yeah, 2,600 maybe. 2,600, yeah. It's growing yeah. all the time. 2,600 members of the happy hour on Meetup that are all sorts of different design profession and construction and real estate and all sorts of things. And then, of course, our listening family from the podcast and and just all the other networking that we do in person here in Dallas. And so, yeah, we, we have a really phenomenal Rolodex of people that we can call on when we need somebody right. or when somebody we know needs somebody and we can say, hey, I've got a referral for you. So, yeah, so the question that we were asking each other was, well, how do you decide who, yeah, who to, gets the business? Who do we send that referral yeah. to and, and who do we call? And so we thought, well, you know what? That might make a great topic for a podcast. So that's what we'll be talking about today is just how do we, how do we make those decisions? Because, yeah. you know, it's, you know, and I've been in groups before where you know, you're supposed to send all your business to the person in that group. Right. If it's industry exclusive, yeah. there's one person that holds the real estate spot and one yeah. person that holds the architect spot. Yeah. And I think, you know, well, I know multiples of you, and I don't think all of my clients are going to fit. So we, we wanted to start, you know, first thing we really want to talk about is the client themselves because you've got to look at the client. And then there are other people out there who probably network as much as we do and are having that same experience. But you have to start with the client and think, okay, who am I really sending them to? You know, who, who am I, who's this person going to send out there and say, go talk to this realtor, go talk to this financial planner or whatever? Because that personality, you have to know who they are and how they operate. And, you know, are they a high-maintenance person? Are they, you know, I have a client who I love to death who's a little OCD or a lot of OCD. So if I'm going to send her to somebody, I've got to think, who can handle that type of personality? Yes, who's going to be a good fit for yeah, her and so. give her the best service for the way that she needs to receive it. Right. Yeah. It's like um, Holly. I mean, you see, you know, we've worked with Holly so long, we're just used to her personality. We're just used to how she is. And she's very cut to the chase, don't waste my time, let's get on with it kind of personality. Yeah, Holly's our other partner in our yeah. architecture firm. So. And, you know, we, if you think, well, I've got to refer her to somebody, you're going to have to be careful because she's not going to spend a lot of time with Fufu. Right. She, she wants, won't. Mm-hmm. wants cut to the chase and let's get to it. Right. Well, and in fact, we did some business training and sales training, and we did some work in the whole idea of personality mm-hmm. types and understanding who, what your personality type is, but then also being able to quickly identify the personality type of the person you're talking to yeah. so that then you can address, you know, sort of address them in a way that fits their personality style. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they're a, a high-energy aggressive kind of no-nonsense kind of person you don't want to waste their time with a bunch of kind of silly chit chat you want to get to the facts Mm -hmm. get to that data quickly and yes and no answers and that sort of thing and versus somebody that really does sort of like to get to know you first and likes Mm -hmm. to hear how the kids are and 
you know, how was your vacation? And you don't want to push them real fast on right. on getting to the details because they'll not trust you. Right. If, if you skip the chit-chat part, they're going to go, well, what kind of agenda does this guy have? And Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm not ready to talk about that yet. And, and slow down, I'm, I'm, yes. you know, and... It gets very off-putting. Right. So, so the fact that we know multiple realtors and multiple interior designers is actually a good thing for us. And we've put in the energy and, and the time to get to know those folks. That's exactly why we started the happy hour, was to get to know people socially so we could, you know, earn their trust and vice versa. And, yeah. um, but it does get kind of tricky when you have to decide <laughs> who, you know, who you're going to give that referral to. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I've been coming across lately, at least for me, has been an age bracket. You know, I'm I'm almost fifty, and we've been talking about you know how do how do we interact with clients, you know, new new potential clients, mm-hmm. and I've realized that I tend to fit better with clients who are older, you know, older than me, or maybe even the same age, um, but older clients and who. You know, need someone that's you know they can talk to and kind of get comfortable with, and and it was just a whole, whole different process. And we've had a couple of experiences of trying to work with some me work with clients who are a little younger and have, have young children, kids. have young kids, right. which I totally cannot relate to. Right. And realizing you know, okay, so I should have sent Laura. Out yeah, because I've got two little ones, and I'm. It's the wives of these couples, and I and always you get the bond. Hectic, you get the you know trying to flex the schedule so that you can do the yeah. things that need to be done. Well, and same, it, it works the same way for me. The older clients that um, don't have to be quite so flexible with you know because maybe their their kids are grown and they mm-hmm. have more control over their um, schedules and maybe don't have to be as flexible. They yeah. don't tolerate me needing that flexibility sometimes because <laughs> I do have kids yeah. and I have to, um, you know, sometimes I'm running late because, the, you know, I had to yeah. change an extra diaper before I went and dropped the baby at preschool and, you know, just all those kind of life things. And so when you work with the client that gets that, yeah. it's so much more enjoyable right. and it's a better fit for everybody. Well, and for me, you know, for me to be able to tell because I don't have kids because I can be mm-hmm. really flexible with my schedule. Yeah, you can schedule on the weekend kids, or in the like, evening. Hey guys, you know, if the evenings aren't going to work for you or during the week, I'm always here on Sundays or you just, let's, let's get together and on the weekend we'll figure it out. Yeah. So, yeah. So, th- you know, one of those things of you, and it may not be true for every, you know, professional you're referring people to or, you know, vice versa. Um, but, you know, think about those things, you know, is this client sort of fit the same, honestly, I won't say same age because that doesn't necessarily sound right, but, you know, the, that same um, well, flexibility, that's the same. Well, and there's just a nice, if it if the client can relate to you and you can mm-hmm. relate to the client, it's you have a better rate of success of right. presenting a design in a way that says, you know what, I live the same way you do. I get it. Yeah. I understand that this is important to you. Yeah. And so you, it's easier to design and yeah. it's easier to present it. Well, and, and I think back a little bit, too, about you know, some people have told me that, oh, I just want to work with someone, you know, another gay couple or another gay client because, you know, we're, you know we're, just because we're both gay doesn't mean that this is going to be a good fit. Yeah. And they've had bad enough experiences that they're like, no, it won't do it. And so <laughs> it's kind of like, wow, okay, I hadn't really thought about it that way, but... And it may not be just the fact that, you know, it probably wasn't that the 
clients gay is probably the, the fact that their personalities just Those didn't personalities, match. yeah. But in their head, they've got that, no, no, no. No gay clients, I just want to do it. Right. Whereas my financial planner, you know, Brian is, you know, gay as a goose, so to speak. And, <laughs> and you know, he and his partner, John, are hilarious, and we get along great. So the connection's there, but it's a personality connection, really. Yeah. Um, that really has helped it, you know, grow the business. So there are things to consider that you may not have when you're, when you're thinking about who do I refer people to. Yes. Yeah. And then on the, on the flip side of that, you know, for us, because we're talking really about, you know, architecture construction, we got to start thinking, okay, contractors, you know, because that's a big thing for us. And we try to have multiple contractors that we work with because we know they all aren't going to fit a client or fit a project even. Yes. So we got to start thinking, okay, who can handle this particular client? Who's going to have a good relationship? Who's going to mesh well? My clients I know that are more demanding. There are contractors I think, you know, they're going to see this guy, the way he, he runs the scheduling, the way he runs the subs, and they're going to fall in love with this guy because he's so organized. And they're just going to be like, oh, it's charts and graphs. And, you know, if you, it's like Holly. If you show Holly an Excel spreadsheet, she's just all excited. Oh, yeah. You know, those that things speaks her language. Right. Yeah. And again, then, too, it's also personality because those personalities have to match. So it's nice that we have more than, you know, we're not bonded to a single contractor. Mm-hmm. We have those multiples. And, and you were talking earlier today about, you know, this new contractor who called us mm-hmm. wants to come down and talk and introduce himself and show us his work because he's sort of new in town. Yeah. And so we're finding out what is his personality? How does he work? And, and then who can we can think of as we're going along that he might be a good fit for? Yeah. And does he fill a niche that we don't have somebody really, you know, in that personality slot or in that sort of experience range mm-hmm. or, um, you know, he brings something different to the table than the other guys do. And so that's a good thing for us is to have him available. Yeah. Um, you know, I suspect that he's got strengths in areas that maybe some of the other guys don't and, um, and vice versa. So, yeah. yeah. So I, and I, I think he was reluctant to cold call on an architect, but I said, <laughs> absolutely come in and say hi and show us what you've got. And, you know, yeah. it's, what does it hurt? We've, you know, we're always happy to meet new oh, yeah. we always need quality to, folks. Need to increase that that lineup, so to speak. Because well and, and we got talking too because you know there's there's the client, there's a contractor and but again our client and realtor client and financial you know, who who are we gonna refer people to? And then I got to thinking about ourselves because if you're in a position where you know a lot of people through networking, there's gonna come a time when you're gonna have to refer somebody to you. Right, when you need a service, you need a service and you've got to figure out who to, who yeah. to choose. Yeah. Well, who do I pick and not piss off everybody else <laughs> in the process? Yeah, you don't want to alienate people yeah. who were expecting referrals from you. or Yeah, you know, and, and I got to thinking, yeah. you know, we had, when we, James and I finished the house, and we had been there a few months. The realtor who lives across the street, in the comment, he said, oh, I can sell it, you know, we, we can put on the house, you know, on the market tomorrow, and, you know, and sell it in like a week or less because it would just go. Oh, yeah, because it's a great yeah. house and everything's hot right everything's now. Everything's new and everything's yeah. hot right now. And I'm thinking, if we put the house on the market, do you know how many realtors <laughs> I would get probably get phone calls from because I didn't come to them to sell the house? Right. And so I'm thinking, okay, how do we, you know, as, as someone who networks a lot, 
and I need their service, how do I pick it? And all I can think was James. <laughs> I just have to make James pick. You know, I let him make that decision yeah. because he's he's removed from it. You know, and, and so do I have to, you know, go back to the realtor who sold us the house 15 years ago? Or do I go to the realtor that I know from the chamber or the realtors I know from the chamber? Yes. To go to the realtor who is a current client or, you know, client just finished her house. I'm like. I know. Oh, crap. I know. <laughs> so it was you know coming down to if you're in that situation, is there another person who can decide that for you? Or are you just stuck? <laughs> yeah, well, and it's it's difficult if you're in a networking group and, like, say you've got a family member who is a realtor mm-hmm. or a mortgage broker, you know, and it's it's just kind of a foregone conclusion that, of course, you're going to use the family member or, you know, that's if you ever had to sell your house or whatever. And so then how do you explain that to the person in the group? Because they know they'll never necessarily get many referrals from you and yeah so it gets tricky it's it's not the easiest thing to negotiate yeah i had someone get really mad at me one time when i said well you're not the only one i know and i try to select my referrals based on who i think my client's gonna fit so i'm not gonna send you every client oh and they didn't like that answer. and they were in a group with you right yeah, and they thought they, they should get everything they should get everything like, yeah, there are people I won't send to you. I mean, I just, you know. Right. And and they got really upset about that. And I thought, okay, it's fair, I guess. But, yeah. again, you know, we have to feel, you know, we have to know who our client is, who the referral source is, and then, and then figure out how to make those matches and make those connections. Well, yeah, and if you've been in, in networking groups or, you know, you get a lot of your business from networking, you know that, the quality of the referral to say, like, if I'm going to refer a contractor to my client, mm-hmm. the quality of that referral dire- is directly reflected on me. Oh, yeah. So it puts, you know, if I make a bad referral, I uh, may not ever get contact from that person again. Yeah, I don't want them so, calling me and going, why in the world would you have sent me this person? Yes. Yeah. 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 Just, you've lost your mind, clearly, and, and maybe I don't need to be doing business with you. Right. Yeah, which is not what you want. Yeah, you have to <laughs> really don't want yeah, that. Think about it carefully. Yeah, yeah. And I was talking to my husband has made the has made the declaration that he's ready to live in a grown up house. I thought, okay, what does that, that mean? That means. <laughs> but I think it means um, having more than one living space, so our seven year old and his little neighborhood friends can go somewhere and to... yes, and not be all over our couches and hogging our TV and. You know, this, that, and the other, you know, bigger grown-up master bedroom suite and just all those things that come with a bigger house. Sure. And so then we started talking about, well, gosh, what if we decided to renovate our current house or what if we decided to move? And and it was all of those same questions like, well, shoot, then who do we call and who do I trust to actually work on my own house? And just all of those things. And I thought, "Uh uh-oh, I know multiple people (laughs) and I want to continue to do work with each of them and... Yeah, it got yeah. really hard well, yeah, to yeah, think again, about. You blame it on Bob. <laughs> I'll make him choose, yeah. I'll be like, it's James's fault. James really, really liked this other person, and, and I just you know, want to make him happy. So, you know, that's, that's I think, the joy of having a spouse, I guess, that you can kind of, you know, that wasn't me, pass really. That's really kind of pass the buck <laughs> onto them. Oh, okay, well, I understand. You know. Right, right. But, yeah. Yeah, so it can be challenging when it comes to who gets the business. You just have to think about all those things and really, really decide. You know what's what's the best for everyone, 
villain. Well, so, okay. So let me, I just had a thought. Let uh, me, let's, <laughs> I know, watch out everybody. Um, let's flip this and put your, put ourselves in the shoes of the people receiving the referrals. So if we are hoping to get referrals from somebody, what should we be doing to ensure that we get the most number of referrals? You know, how do we present ourselves in a way to let that person know what our best qualities are? And how do we stay top of mind? Because that's the other thing is they have to remember that you're around in order for them to think of you. Well, how can they not remember us? We're fantastic. I know. We're I don't so know. fabulous. You know, I hadn't really thought of it that way. Because so, I, I think because we're, we are probably more involved yeah, in we're Yeah, and, we're in the position to, I mean, we have the happy hour, so people kind of come to us. But if we were in their shoes yeah. and having to, like this guy who cold called us, this contractor that cold called us and said, hey, I want to introduce myself. If we were in those shoes, yeah. you know, how, what sort of, you know, would we put together marketing material? Would we just go and have coffee? You know, I, I think we've, you know? we've learned, you know, one of the things I think that was really beneficial from all the sales training was learning that, you know, the old way of marketing ourselves is the dog and pony show. Right. You show up, you show them all your goodies and how fantastic your portfolio you are. Look, and look at all the nice things people have said about yeah. us and blah, blah, blah. Pretty pictures and, yeah. And what we're learning, we learn more of was that first meeting needs to not be that. It needs right. to be, who are you? You know, this is who we are. I want to find out who you are. And if it feels like we, we have a connection, then let's talk about working together. But as I'm sitting here talking about myself and letting you ask questions, you know, you want to, you don't want to just sit down and start talking about who you are. You want mm -hmm. them to come with the questions. Then it's a matter of deciding, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is the way we practice our, you know, do our business. Maybe we're not the best fit for you. Well, and you talk about how do you solve people's problems mm -hmm. um, you know let them do most of the talking oh, yeah. you know if you're doing all the talking you're not going to make the sale yeah they're going to glaze over gonna, in about yeah. 10, 10 seconds and you're done yeah but if you really allow them to share with you what their you know to use a sales term pain is yeah. you know what really is bothering them or what issues yeah. can you possibly provide solutions for then you start to get at the root of how you can help them right well, and I think that that's where one of my best clients came from was when I actually listened and asked the right questions and found out what her life's passion was. And, you know, of all these different places she had worked in all of her careers, what was the, the common thread among them? And, and how can we translate that passion into redoing her house? And how can we really create a space that allows her to live out those things that she really loves? And and that resonated with her, and she remembered it. And when it came time to choose who she was going to work with, yeah. we got the phone call. Right. Well, and, and because you have the relationship now, you know if she needs somebody, you know, professionally, okay, you know how to refer people to her because you have that relationship. Yeah. And you know enough about her to know, you know, I think this will be a good fit, but you may need to, you know, approach it this way. Right. So when you're meeting with her, talk to her about it in this in this fashion, and that will help a lot. Yeah. So yeah. So it it gets challenging figuring out you know who gets who, or who gets what, so mm -hmm. to speak. But well, think, and no. you know, and and if you are in the situation to refer, you know, your client or somebody you know to a, a new professional, and you don't feel like you've got all the answers, be honest and and start asking questions and say, you know, I really want to do the best I can to give you the best. Mm -hmm 
referral, but I need a little bit more information. Would you mind answering a few questions? Yeah. And then that way you're straightforward. You're not trying to second guess or make assumptions and, and you'll get more. Yeah. I think you'll gain their trust right. and get a better referral out of it. Right. So if you come to the happy hour and you find <laughs> us grilling you mercilessly about what is it that you do and the, well, you know, don't, don't think we're just, you know, being nosy parkers or really, nosy, really yeah. prying or anything. We're, <laughs> We're trying to get to know you, and you know there's a lot of people in the group that and, and new faces. So if you're new to to networking or you're new to our group, then you know, we're going to want to get to know who you are and talk to you about. And the the woman who came up to me and said, oh, "I just listened to the podcast. We're going to go have lunch in a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. sit down and find out more about her because what she's done in the past sounds really interesting." And I think to translate that into the construction industry should be. Uh, she'll probably be able to do it fairly quickly. She seems very. She's got the right skills. Got the right skills mm-hmm. and very energetic about what she you know. Did this for fifteen years. It was great. It's time to do something else. Let's go over here. And I think it'll be fine. But you know, if you come to the happy hour, we're just you know yammering away. Don't don't get you know too worried. We're just trying to find out who you are. Yeah. So so we can do a better job of referring you later. That's right. So, yeah. We like connecting people, and that's how we do it. Yeah, and like I see, you know, we, like we always say, if you're in Dallas and you're listening right now, and you're in Dallas and you want to come to the happy hour, architecture happy hour on Meetup.com is the third Wednesday of every month, and we change locations every month. So just go to the website, sign up, and you'll get the notifications. And of course, you can always find us at HPDArch.com online or our Twitter accounts or Facebook. I <laughs> see, we're just everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, it was the old thing, you know, you can't throw a rock without hitting HPD. That's right. Which is kind of where we want to be. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, um, I guess the final word really would be just to think about, you know, your clients, think about their personalities and the personalities of the people you're referring them to. And that should be the almost immediate click that tells you what you're doing and who's getting your business. Um, and sometimes, you know, if you don't have a good referral, say, I know this person, but... I don't know a lot about them, but they may be a good fit for you and kind of temper that a little bit. And then hopefully everything will work out fine. There you go. So there you go. So it's been great talking to you guys again, and hopefully we'll be back in a couple of weeks to follow up on something new and and zany. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure something fabulous will come out between now and then. Yeah, hopefully so. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye.